Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. It took me a couple of episodes, but I decided to title these provoking conversations, Bastards, Orphans, or Sons. Now, I don't want you to be offended more by the title than you are by the fact that we keep living outside the Father's house. We keep living outside of His reach, outside of His training and discipline, and therefore, we do not mature. Take a listen, my friends. Do not remain in places of bitterness, resentment, and being distant from the Father because of controversy with Him. Come close, my friends, and let Him raise you. Listen carefully, share with others, and I thank you for being here with me on Tent Talk. All right, here we are again, bastards, orphans, and sons. And my friends, we must be more offended at the fact that we would live like orphans or like bastards or both rather than living as sons than we are that someone uses the wording. So which part offends you more? (laughs) Which part gets your attention, right? Because I'm not doing this for shock value. I'm using biblical language when I talk about bastards or sons. And I addressed issues of being orphans in our previous episode. But my friends, if we do not yield to the discipline of our Father, if we do not allow Him to... Uh, train us, correct us, instruct us, uh, to be able to nurture us, to be able to uh, lead us, then my friends, what are we doing, right? We're trying to raise ourselves, right? We're going to say that, oh, I'm trying to live like Christ, right? But, But I'm not going to submit to the same things that Christ did because he submitted to the Father, And this is the only way that we're going to be able to live in this hour of history. Now, I'm referring back to Hebrews 12 that I read in its entirety in our previous episode out of the Message Bible. And I want you to recognize that, my friends, that if there is bitterness in your life, it is going to be very difficult for you to yield to the Father Because you're going to maybe think, you know, how could God let these things happen? Um, But at its core, my friends, self thinks it makes a better God than God. And self by nature. So no one escapes this. Ultimately, no one escapes this. And when we allow him to lead us out of controversy with him, into the deep connection of abiding. He's going to deal with the issues. And sons take the full provision of the Father through the finished work of the Son empowered by Holy Spirit. The Godhead has a plan. They know how to raise their sons. They know how to deliver you out of deep bitterness, resentments, true wounds and traumas. But the core trauma has to be dealt with which is that I've got to come to that place where I uh, am willing uh, to no longer rail my fist at him, but to come to him and receive the full provision uh, that he has made. 
Because when sons, right, come to the father, they come to his house, they stay in his house, they allow him to raise them, they yield, they let him go into the deepest places of their being, right? And then he can bring you out. If you run the streets like bastards and nobody can tell you any different and you're going to find your own solutions and you're going to be in self-indulgence and now it's like whatever, whatever, I can do whatever, right? No restraints, right? In the truest, purest, best sense, I say that. There is an old commentator. I'm sorry, I can't remember who it was exactly, I just want to make sure I make it clear, this doesn't come straight from me, right, is that he said, and this has helped me so much over the years, is that if I cannot be restrained, I cannot be reformed, meaning come out of the forming and the shaping that came to us via iniquity and our independence and come into uh, the new, which is to allow Christ now, who now indwells me, his life, his nature, his instincts, his impulses, his discernment, everything about him. Now let Christ be formed in you. My friends, you got to stay at the house. (laughs) You got to stay in the father's house and allow him to deal with you as with a son. He's not going to deal with you according to sin. Sin's been dealt with. He's now dealing with you as one of his own, and he is dealing with you and forming you and speaking to you and correcting you as one who has a a future, and he's getting you ready for the future. God is well able to deal, my friends, with everything that is dealt with us. And so we saw in Hebrews 12, stay with me now in this conversation, in Hebrews 12, where it said, keep your eyes on Jesus, who both began and finished this race we're in. Study how he did it because he never lost sight of where he was headed, that exhilarating finish in and with God. And my friends, that's how he was able to put up with anything that came along the way. Now, guess what? You share in his nature. You share in his ability to stay in the race. So do not lose sight of where you're headed, my friends. Cultivate the big picture. Do not get caught in all the minutia of the everyday. Cultivate the big picture. Keep your eyes on him and remember, he has lived through everything that you are living through, right? He took on sin. He has taken on our condition. Nobody knows what you've seen and experienced like Jesus. This is why if you keep your eyes on him, you stay with him, you go the same way as him, and you allow Holy Spirit to raise you, you will not be an orphan, a bastard, but you will be maturing as a son. Now remember, these podcast episodes are provoking conversations. They are not the all-inclusive work or word on this, but I'm attempting to give you things that help you to see there is a way that you might step into it. You might step into that schooling, that training, that discipling that is not going to be an intellectual exercise in principles of truth. It is going to be you literally encountering the Father. He will deal with all issues of your controversy with Him, all wounds, traumas, bitternesses, resentments, unfulfilled expectations of life. He will untangle all the knots if you go with him. Get in his house. Get in his house. Don't live like a bastard. 
like an illegitimate offspring. Do not live as one who, though you have a father, you do not yield to them under the um, misconception or the lie that somehow the father does not care for you. You know, that's so interesting here in Hebrews 12, as we read that, you know, our parents did what seemed right to them at the time, my friends. And how many of you know, just like your parents or you as a parent, you know, there are things that you did. And at the moment you thought this was right or whatever. And then later you're like, my gosh, what have I done to my children? Right? So of course, no parent is perfect. But what it goes on to say is God always does what is for my best always. You see that shift there, that issue there is, do I trust that God is doing for my best? And if you only stay with him in this time, my friends, only can he be the one who can parse and split and sift and separate and show you things. Come out of your religious education, come out of your flesh education and come into the true education, because that's what it says in Hebrews 12 that God is educating you. That's why you must never drop out. He's treating you as sons. You're not under punishment. You're in training, which is the normal experience of real children, right? We, we are his sons. We belong to him and he is doing what is best for us, training us to live God's holy best. And there is no one no one better than Jesus to speak to you during this process, during this time. Why? Because if you go the same way as Jesus, there are conversations that he can have with you that you only have if you go this way. Because when he leans into you and speaks to you and says, ah, you're going my way, you're going the same way that I went. Now there are things now that I can tell you that will help you along this way. My friends, you want the education that they can bring to you. And one of the things that Jesus will speak to you about and reveal to you is what he's done to deal with all of the bitternesses, all of your issues with authority. Because my friends, you cannot become an authority. Oh, and this hour of history is crying out for sons who will step into their real authority. If you have resentment against authority, because guess what you'll do is you're going to be the opposite of whatever uh, authority you've judged. You're like, I'll never be like my dad. I'll never be like my mom. And then guess what? So now the goal of your life is just to be the opposite of them. And then you're going to be in pride because you're better than them. You are never capable of what they would do. And the judgments that have been passed are improper Because basically what you're saying is there is sin that I am not capable of. So now you've put yourself in a different gene pool than Adam. Okay, well, that just doesn't exist, my friends. There is no gene pool outside of Adam. We came in in Adam, fully capable of all things. And only as in Christ are we now capable of what Christ, right, can do and how he can live. So... We realize that our, our issues of authority being dealt with, because they really do not spring out of just childhood, my friends, that's where they gain their shaping. But our real issue with authority is born out of self, which is a rebel and believes it makes a better God than God. So I'm just saying to you that these issues 
can be so, so powerfully dealt with, but it will be God's way. And will you yield to that? Don't live as a bastard running the streets, doing your own thing, throwing off all restraint. Don't live like an orphan as though I have no one. I'm poor and pitiful. Right? Live as a son and bring your confused, bitter, angry, uh, bowed up self to the father and say, Father, deal with me as your own. Deal with me. And oh, my friends, how he will. He will do what is best. He will bring about uh, the deepest work of grace and training that you have ever known. And it does, as the word says, it will pay off handsomely afterwards because it's the well-trained who find themselves mature in their relationship with God. And again, one of the things that Jesus is going to to address with you is what he has done to deal with every sin committed against you, every wrong, um, every everything was dealt with in his death on the cross. Every debt has been paid for. Justice has been fulfilled. And his blood paid for your sins and has paid for the, all the sins that have com- been committed against you. And when you come into the Father's house, you receive what he has provided. I guarantee you, it's going to go to the deepest parts of your being, and you're going to receive the satisfaction you need straight from the Father through the finished work of the Son, empowered by the, and, and imparted to you by Holy Spirit. And my friends, you're going to be able to get up then and go on into training and living God's very best. Because that's what it says, that if we want to share in his holiness, share in his way of life, right, then we must, we must come into that place that the bitternesses are dealt with. Otherwise, the word says, if you read Hebrews 12 over in the Amplified Classic, it says, right, do do not let this root of bitterness spring up because it's going to defile and contaminate. You're going to be blinded by pride thinking you're nothing like those who harmed you. But, but you're going to habitually practice the very same things, and yet you'll be blind to it because that's what bitterness does. It wreaks havoc on you. It blinds you. It causes you to believe there's one opinion, and it's yours. And it is a devastating blow to the maturing and training up of sons who are needed in this hour of history. We cannot live as those who uh, are self-indulgent. No, we are sons who are yielding to the true discipline of our Father. And part of that is, is recognizing what the Son has done on our behalf and being trained up in it. Hmm? We don't want to be those who can't go the full long distance, right? Because we're tripping and falling, right? Because bitterness has overtaken us. We are those who have the full provision of the Father. And this hour of history needs sons who are under, freely have placed themselves under the authority of the Father. They've allowed themselves to be dealt with as with sons. They are receiving the full provision of the Father through the finished work of Jesus. They are seeing the maturing of the life of Christ within them, and they are putting away childish ways. 
They're not bastards and orphans who self-indulge. They are sons in the Father's house, having yielded to his authority, which brings protection and order and peace and brings you into great purpose and partnership with him. This is why the enemy would love to outwit you and keep you in cycles uh, of, of bitterness, unforgiveness. Because then you'll never be able, you'll always be stunted in your growth. And you'll never rise up and be the authority that God has called you to be. And then you'll never be able to properly yield to authorities within the body of Christ. And I don't mean coming under um, people for the sake of them ruling you. No, what I said is you'll never be able to properly uh, interact and relate with authorities in the church who are given to bring us to full maturity. We are not given to build their ministries. We are given, right, unto uh, authorities, right, these offices that serve the people of God to bring them into the full maturity of Christ. That's what I mean. Because that's why God is bringing down and allowing to fall all of those sons who have gone on in their self-indulgence and they have been running amok, though it be secretly, they've been running amok for years, right? Oh, mm -mm, I can't even get started with all that. Mm -mm. My friends, the father is cleaning house. That's what he said at the end of Hebrews 12, verse 29 in the Message Bible. He's actively cleaning house, torching all that needs to burn and he won't quit until it's all cleansed. God himself is fire. My friends, yield yourself to the Father. Jesus has given you his very ability to trust the Father. Tap into that. Let them deal with you as with a son. And let them raise you into maturity that you might begin to be a full expression of them in the earth, that you might be an extension of their authority, my friend, so that we can get on with living God's best and being actively engaged with him in this hour of history. I pray these conversations have provoked you. I love you all. Until next time. I'm stepping in right here to encourage you and to invite you to The Vault, a private online event that I will be hosting on March 4th, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. The sessions will be very strong and the activities that we will do will begin to get your attention at a whole new level. The interaction that you may have with others who join. The worksheets, the workbook that you will have. This is going to help you to begin to discern. Am I one of those load-bearing people that God is preparing right now? And I want you to join me for this time. Then we will see. Will there be other times that we may gather for further training. I don't want to just talk about it, my friends. 
I want to do it. And I want to be a part of producing strong, stout, clean, pure, glad-hearted, trustworthy sons unto the Father. Join me for The Vault, private online event, March 4th. Thank you for listening today. Before we go, I have one final ask and a bit of info. If you like our content, hit the share button to tell someone about it and subscribe at nancymccready.com forward slash podcast so you don't miss another episode. Also, I don't know if you've heard, but Google Podcasts are going away in April. So if you listen on Google Podcast, jump over now and make sure you subscribe to Tent Talk Podcast on my YouTube channel. All of our podcasts are listener supported and your gifts at nancymccready.com are greatly appreciated. Until next time.